Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. We're still in our series, uh, Road to Recovery. We're still in our series, Road to Recovery. Um, and today we're going to be in Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 26. Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 26. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And it says, and it reads, Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he knew anything, if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hand on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town nor tell anyone in the town. Lord, I ask for you to bring a word through me right now for your people. I thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your healing power. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. All right, we're going to talk about this. Healing is often a process. Healing is often a process. A lot of times we... We want miraculous healing, and, and God does bring miraculous healing, but sometimes we have to take a part in the process to be healed ourselves. And so this story about the blind man is told in Mark alone. A lot of times in the synoptic gospels, you see Matthew, Mark, and Luke are always telling the same thing, and then John as well. Um, and, 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 but, but this story is told by, by Mark alone. And when you look at this text, Jesus experienced deep feelings and throughout this whole event, his care and, in, and, and the intensity of it were seen at every turn. He was concerned and anguished over all the suffering and hurting of everyone involved. Do you know Jesus feels your pain? Do you know Jesus uh, 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 empathizes with you? Do you know Jesus uh, 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 was tempted at all points and went through some of the same things that you're going through right now to make sure that he could empathize with you? That's why he said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak because he could understand how weak the flesh was because himself embodied himself in the flesh, walked down 40 and two burning generation and rolled himself in the flesh and came up, Emmanuel, God is with us. Jesus cared for the friends. He, he cared for the man's handicap. He cared for the man's belief. He cared enough to keep after the man's need, and Jesus even cared for the man's family. See, see, it, it, Jesus cared for the man's friends. Why? It was his friends who brought the blind man to Jesus. See, and they were the ones who begged Jesus to touch him. The friends cared for the man deeply. They cared enough to want him well. Apparently, he had been blind all his life, so his friends would have been accustomed to his blindness, to the daily routine year after year. However, there were, there were years later still, here they were years later still caring and hoping that, that he would be healed. Do you know some of your healing takes place because you need to learn how to surround your pe yourself with people who care for you? Oh, see, y'all don't hear me now. See, see, he had been blind his whole life. See, some of them had issues for two and three years, and some of them had issues for two and three days, and now people tired of us. Have you ever called people always calling on you, asking you to help them out, and you help them all the time, and you got a problem for five minutes, and all of a sudden they got to get off the phone? Can I talk to somebody for a minute? This man... 
This man, you hear me? You hear me, Wawa? This man, this man was sick. This man was blind his entire life, yet he still had ride and die friends with him that said, even though you got this ailment, we gonna ride and we gonna rock with you. Even though you got this infirmity, we're with you. And we're gonna make sure that we push you towards your healing. I'm not saying hang around people that 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 that, that condone your mess and condone your weaknesses and condone your sins. I'm talking about the people you can talk to about your mess and they can help walk you through the process of your healing. Oh yeah, y'all, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. He he had friends. He had friends uh, that, that, that knew and believed that Jesus could heal him. He, he had friends uh, that, that, that not only went to Jesus, but they begged Jesus. They, 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 they cried out to Jesus to say, I need you to help heal my friend. You got to hang around some intercessors. I know you got a whole bunch of people that can drop it like a hot and, and, and a whole bunch of people around you that, 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 can, that can go out and, and, and smoke one with you and trip with you. But I need you to hang around some people that know how to pray and intercede for you. I, I need you to learn how to hang around some people that can go to the throne of grace and say, Lord, I I need you to press and I need you to heal my friend. Oh, it's a strong lesson in intercession. We, we, we got to care enough to bring people to Christ, even beg him to hear us. Jesus cared deeply for the friends who cared for him, who cared for the man. He cares enough to even listen. Do you understand that Jesus came because the friends called Jesus? You, you missed that, didn't you? The blind man didn't call Jesus. The friends of the blind man called Jesus. See, some of y'all need to go and call your friend because you know good and well you didn't pray about getting that promotion and your friend doesn't pray for you. Come on, somebody. You better call your mama and your daddy because you know good and well while you down there in college, you done had a whole bunch of DUIs, but you didn't never get pulled over by the police because your mother and your father are interceding for you. You need to understand that you are Oh, y'all don't hear me. Some of y'all not in jail right now because somebody prayed for you. Somebody interceded for you. Old school trustee show, they would sing a song. Somebody had me on their mind. Oh, Jesus cared for the man handicapped. The man was blind. Imagine the scene. The blind man had never seen anything before. Surrounding him and Jesus was a throng of people with the noise that comes from such a massive crowd, the man was excited and nervous and somewhat bewildered and his concentration was weakened by it all. But Jesus knew all that was within the man. He knew uh, that the man uh, needed to be taken uh, aside away from the crowd so he could more easily focus his attention and concentrate on Jesus. See, sometimes you got to get away from the crowd. Oh, see, 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 can I talk to y'all somewhere? I, I, I don't want nobody to get sick. I don't want the coronavirus. I don't want the Rona. I don't want COVID-19. I don't want none of the, I don't want the flu. I don't even want to sneeze because people are going to think I got the cooties. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't want anybody to get sick. But I believe in the midst of this pandemic, God has allowed some of y'all to move away from the crowd so you can hear him. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. 
If you look in the Bible, it'll always say, and Paul was by himself, and, and Jacob was alone. Come on, somebody. And while the boy uh, who, who was in the pig pen, the, 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 the prodigal son, and he came to himself. So many people had revelations by themselves because they didn't have to hear all the, the loud noise of everybody's opinion in their ear. Some of you all going to have a better breakthrough because you separated yourself just a little bit and got away from the crowd so God can download some information into your life. He knew. He knew the man's eyes needed to be opened slowly lest he be dazzled and bewildered with the sight of everything rushing in upon his mind. Jesus knew all. He knew all the problems and difficulties that the man's blindness had caused and he knew all the man needed to be perfectly healed. Jesus cared for the man's handicap so Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out the town. Sometimes Jesus will lead you away from the crowd. Y'all don't hear me. Remember when Jesus first, uh, the, 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 he, 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 he had been received, uh, he had been baptized by John the Baptist, and then all of a sudden the cloud opened up, and, 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 and God said, this is my son who I'm well pleased. And, and then this, the, the Bible said that the Spirit drove him into the desert to be tempted. Uh, that, that, that sounds very cruel, but the, the Bible says that the Spirit drove him into the desert. And sometimes the Spirit would drive you into the desert, into an empty place where only you and God can commune with your mama and them and your cousin and them and your, and your grandma and them and your friends and them uh, won't be all around you trying to give you all the opinions when God wants to let you hear his still, small voice. You can't hear the still, small voice of God when everybody's talking in your ear. Oh, trying to talk to somebody. Jesus cared about the man. He was sensitive. We're supposed to care for people, even when they got ailments. Understanding the problems and difficulties of the handicapped person. Being sensitive to the special needs of the person. Doing all we can to bring the handicapped person to Christ. Because a lot of times, so many people deal with mental illness. Sometimes it's spiritual warfare, but sometimes it's mental illness, and we got to begin to learn how to empathize with these individuals. But look here, Jesus even cared about the man's belief. <clears throat> See, I know everybody look at this text. I'm sure you have Brother Lowe. I'm sure you look at the text and be like, <clears throat> why in the world did Jesus spit on this man? Look at you. I see you, Miss College. You're looking confused right now. Why did Jesus spit in this man's eyes? Ain't that a bit rude? Because, see, but back in the day, people thought that spittle or saliva had healing power in it. See, see, <clears throat> sometimes when you burn your finger, you even put it in your mouth. I don't know why we do that. But I guess it's supposed to, we feel the same way and don't even know it. But, but, but the saliva, back then, they thought that it healed you. <clears throat> So Jesus focused the man's attention upon the healing power of both the saliva and his hands. What Jesus was doing was meeting the man on his level. Oh, y'all don't hear me. See, you thought Jesus was just saying, go. See, I, when I first read the text, when I was a young preacher, I'm still a young preacher, uh, you know, in my mind anyway. Uh, it, 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 yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate the amen for that. I'm going to give you a free towel. Appreciate it. Whoever blew their horn, get them a free intense towel because I'm still young. And, and so, uh, <laughs> uh, 
and, 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 and so I, I would read the text and be like, God is telling you whatever way he want to heal you, he want to he wanna heal you, which, which, which is the case. Because remember, he told, he told Naaman uh, uh, to, go, to go baptize in the dirty Jordan River seven times, and I'm sure he didn't want to do that. But, but this text right here is not that Jesus was telling him to do something he didn't want to do. He was meeting a man on his own level. And Jesus is trying to meet you on your level. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get away from that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come on down the street in a little bit. But, but note what Jesus did. He placed a saliva on the man's eyes and put his hands on the man. He focused the man's attention upon the healing power of both the saliva and his hands. The touch of both would mean so much more than just spoken words. See, you can be healed just by saying, you know, a healing from Jesus. Remember, the, the centurion soldier said, you don't even have to come to my house. Just say the word and I know he'll be healed. And Jesus said, what faith? But sometimes we, we don't have enough faith. God needs to meet us on a personal level. Remember when Abraham, when God called Abraham to lead the people and he said, I, want, I mean, called him to go to a place not his own. And he told Abraham, look in the stars. That's how much I'm going to bless you. And Abraham still didn't understand. And Jesus said, and God said, I'm going to give you as many decisions as sand is on the sea and Abraham still didn't get it and so God said oh man look go get kill a bullet lay the blood out and I'm going to walk in it and then he walked in the blood to make a covenant with him and then Abraham said oh you're going to bless me he had already told him he's going to bless him with all with as many descendants as the stars and more descendants than the sand but he didn't get it because he just couldn't comprehend it but when God walked and made a blood covenant with him that was the level that Abraham understood on and God is about to make a covenant with you on on your level whatever level that you can reach God on make a covenant with him and ask him to bless you in the midst of this pandemic bless me and heal me even in the midst of my shortcomings even in the midst of my infirmities make a covenant with him on your own level don't try to be on somebody else's level when people say get on my level now I'm gonna get on my own level I wasn't always on this level and I'm not going to stay on this level. I'm going to go to another level. But, but like I said, back in the day, I didn't understand this text as much as I understand now. And, and, and years from now, I might get something else out of it. But at first, I thought Jesus was just trying to make the man get a healing the way Jesus wanted him to. But when I began to exegete the text and study what was going on back in that time, they thought spit healed them. You know, now we think spit kill us now because of the coronavirus, but, but, but they thought it healed you. And, and look at these three things. Look at these three things. See, we're supposed to care for man even when they believe are wrong. Some people don't believe like you. And have you ever believed something for so long and then you realize you was the one that was wrong? You know, it ain't never happened to me because I'm perfect and all But I'm just saying, you ever, ever happened to you? <laughs> Number two. We should begin on the level where men are when dealing with them. We can begin with the faith men have and move them on, on to more belief in Christ. So, you know what I'm saying? Meet them on the level that they own. People get wondering why, why we go do basketball tournaments. 
I'm not doing a basketball tournament just to have fun. I'm doing basketball tournament because it's a soft way for me to do evangelism. I'm not going to go out there and throw holy water on you and say in the name of Jesus, but you're going to see my church folk. You're going to see Brother Drone doing security. You're going to see Brother Lowe with cameras. You're going to see Brother Daniel setting up screens. You're going to see uh, uh, you're going to see all these different individuals from the church. You're going to see Trustee Shaw doing certain things. You're going you're gonna to have all these positive-minded people in the crowd, and, and that's how you begin to take influence over the world. We don't play softball just because we're trying to play softball. In fact, some of y'all can't play, and we still put y'all in the game because we're not there to win the game. We're there to bring you to Jesus. Come on, somebody. Y'all better watch out and understand that you got to learn how to meet people where they are. People get mad because I take the church outside. I got to meet you where you are. I got to meet you. We got to take the church where people have met, where people are, and stop trying to work. We'll take the God. We send Reverend Milton. We we send Reverend Drone. We send people into the into the highways and byways of the prison system to make sure we take Jesus to them. But we don't go in there talking about Jesus. We go in there and listen to their problems to see what they're going through. We got to learn how to meet people where they are and stop coming in here. Oh, y'all better hear me right now. I'm, I'm trying to keep myself. I, I got guests. We got Wawa over here. I'm going to be good today. I don't want to scare you on your first day. Wawa cool. Wawa say he cool. So I'm going to go ahead and go in and let y'all know. Some of y'all be judging folk. And I'm glad we in cars. Because if a girl come with a little mini skirt on, you want to you wanna shun her. Like you ain't had no mini skirt when you didn't have the cellulite back. I'm, I'm just... I'm just talking. Meet people where they are. You can you can let her know. You know, one day your dress gonna get long. Cause some some of us, our, some of us, some of us, come on, somebody. Some some of us don't don't wear the stuff we used to wear. Cause when we drop it, we can't pick it back up. But come on, somebody. It, a, a, a a wrinkle in time saved you, not Jesus. Come on, so I'm just keeping it 100. But we gotta learn how to meet people where they are. And when they come in here with their pants sagging, don't cuss them out. Just tell them, look here, bro, don't you want to get a job one day? You got to meet them where they are. You got to tell them, look here, how in the world are you going to, if somebody come at you to fight and you can't hardly hold your pants up, you going to lose. Meet, meet them where they are. Stop trying to take people where you are because somebody you're going to run into is higher, is on a higher level than you. Anyway, we must lead men and women to the essential belief that the power to be made whole comes only through the Lord himself. See, Jesus cared enough to keep after the man's need. So far as I know, this is the only miracle that took place in stages. Jesus had asked the man if he saw anything. The man replied that I saw men as trees walking. The man's sight <clears throat> was not completely healed. He saw only faintly and dimly. His eyes were foggy. He saw objects with bodies or trunks like trees, yet they were walking. So he reasoned and said they were bound to be men. The men, the man was extremely excited and was bound to blurt out whatever crossed his mind. No. What Jesus did, he again put his hands upon the man's eyes and made him look up. The man's sight was restored and he saw clearly why did Jesus heal the man in status. Apparently the man's faith was weak and he needed to be strengthened step by step. 
greater hope and desire needed to be stirred within the man. The man needed to grow more spiritually, grow more in faith before he could be healed. See, remember that when Jesus said, do you want to be healed? And the man said, I do. And he said, can you believe? And he said, all things are possible to him or her that believe. It's not that can Jesus heal you. It's that can you believe Jesus can heal you? See, 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 this, 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 this seems to indicate, to be indicated by Jesus asking everybody to be quiet. His friends were the ones who asked Jesus for this healing, not him. So he needed to get to the man and say, I want to heal you because of your friends, but I need you to have some faith too. Oh, come on, somebody. I know your mama know Jesus, but Jesus said, I need you to know Jesus too. The point is this, Jesus cared enough to keep after the man's need. He did not ignore the man or turn from him just because his faith was weak. Jesus did not leave the man or let him go. He stayed right with him and did all that was necessary to meet the man's need. See, 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 note this critical point. A person grows by stages. A person is not always led to Christ immediately. A person is never mature in Christ immediately. There is no such thing as instantaneous maturity. You got to grow in your faith. And sometimes, you. what if he would have went from not seeing to seeing everything all bright? It might have put him in shock. Do you know it says that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what the Lord has in store for you? Do you understand that God has a blessing for you that he has not even revealed to you right now because he understands mentally you're not able to comprehend it right now? When I was at Georgia Southern doing the things that I did, there's no way in heaven or the other place I would think I would be out here preaching to anybody. You better watch out and hear me right now. There's no way if God would have told me right then that I would have been leading a church in the midst of a pandemic, that I would have been walking around with two, with 1,500 folk coming to our church every week, I, I never would have believed it so he couldn't show me everything right away. You got to take one step towards God and get that bit of information and then go to the next. If you're faithful over a few things, he'll make you rule over many things. Some of y'all trying to get the many things right now. Be faithful over the few things he gave you and your influence will grow. Oh, you got to care enough to keep witnessing. Even in the pandemic, text somebody, share the sermon with them. Ask them to do the drive-in church or tune in live. You can visit folk too with your phone. Keep ministering. We keep feeding people. We keep teaching people. Even in the midst of the pandemic, we got voter drives outside. We, we, we do all types of things. See, you got to love the lost as if you were the one that was lost. See, if it had not been for the Lord drawing you, sending somebody to draw you out of the darkness into the marvelous light, you would still be caught up in your mess. He drew you out of your sugar's daddy's bed. Hopefully not recently as this morning, but he drew you. He drew you out of the crack house. He, he drew you out of your chilling, your cheating and your stealing. You, you a deacon because he drew you. You a teacher because he drew you. You a potentate because he drew you. You a pastor because he drew you. So get a mirror. And look at yourself before you judge anybody. The most dangerous 
the most dangerous thing is a prophet or a Christian without a mirror. We begin to look at everybody else and talk about everything they do wrong. But we don't talk about what we do. Life has a way you keep on living. It has a way of curling that little pointing finger up and making you put it in your pocket. Because one day you're going to have something you can't get out of by yourself as well. Jesus, Jesus loved the man so much. And he said, don't go into the city and tell anybody. Go home first. So I need you to do this for me. Before you go out and witness to anybody, witness to your own house. Take care of your house first. Remember, the young man that had the epilepsy seizures in Mark chapter 9, Jesus asked the father, can you believe? He didn't ask the son. The minute the father was healed and the minute the father was released out of abundance, immediately the son was healed because of the father's faith. Fathers, men, I'm talking to you right now. Women too, but I'm talking to most of the men. Because I know a lot of women are headed of the household, but men, if it's a household there, you made it. At the end of the day, when you begin to walk in your healing and your power, your entire family will be free. Don't worry about praying for little, praying for little Johnny until you pray for yourself. Don't worry about praying for your wife until you pray for yourself. Don't worry about praying for your baby mama until you pray for yourself. Once you get God, Everybody else will get God by the Holy Spirit too. And that's why the, Jesus said, don't you go to the city. You go home. You've been out here blind and not able to support your family. You've been out here blind with your infirmity. You've been out here blind with your alcoholism. You've been out here blind with your hormone. You've been out here blind with your weed. You've been out here blind with your crack. You've been out here blind uh, with, with, with your partying. You've been out here blind with your gambling. You've been out here blind. But now that I heal you, go home and make sure that your family understand that you're a new person. And once they see, once they see the power that has resonated in you, they're going to walk in the same glory you're walking in. Healing is often a process, and you are part of that process. Lord, I ask for you to heal each and every person under the sound of my voice. Touch somebody. Just as we stated last week, we believe every time we speak, every time we preach, somebody will be saved. Somebody will be delivered. Somebody will be miraculously healed. Somebody will be set free. We ask for you right now to touch people in the crowd, people on the airways, people on the CD, DVDs, wherever way that they're listening right now. Touch their hearts in the name of Jesus. We love you. We thank you in the name of Jesus for your healing power. Amen.